0: Some say that alongside this see-it-to-believe-it world is the shadowy realm of the supernatural. Sometimes the residents of that dimension touch us, and in one moment, our lives are changed forever. America's lady of supernatural thrillers, Mary Ann Pohl, is your real Ghost Chatter host. On this podcast, you'll hear stories by real people who have seen real ghosts. Once in a while, Marianne will podcast a tale taken from the genre she loves best, the supernatural. Welcome to today's real ghost chatter episode.
1: Welcome to real ghost chatter. I'm Marianne Paul, America's lady of supernatural thrillers, a charter member of author masterminds and your host, of course, on real ghost chatter. As I said last week, Rosella C. Rao is back to share about her encounters with angels, a couple of other experiences that we just talked about, which are really exciting to me. Rosella is the paranormal thriller author of The Haunting at 2095, which is based off a true story. This is a true story that Rosella herself experienced. I think you would really enjoy getting a hold of that book and reading it. She's also the author of 911 Emergency, which is actually still in process, and so it's not available at, for publication right now. Rosella lives in Ohio and is the writer of the well-known blog, My Tra- Haunted Travel Blog. And you can find it at myhauntedtravelblog.blogspot.com. And just as a reminder, Rosella has years of ghost hunting and investigation experience and travels around the U.S. to the most haunted historic locations. She writes about them in her blog. Rosella is not only a paranormal investigator, she, by the way, is also a medium. We're going to talk about some of that today. Rosella prides herself on telling the real story and truth regarding her experiences with spirits encountered at historic places and the legends surrounding the entities. Okay, you're on. Welcome back, Rosella.
0: (laughs) Oh, you forgot to mention in my house too, so. (laughs) Oh,
1: right. In her current house, by the way, everybody.
0: (laughs) That was not haunted when I bought it. I know. I know. I
1: remember you telling me so pridefully about that.
0: (laughs) I was. I was so prideful. I tell you, that's another story for sure. Uh, Well, it is.
1: And if I will say if the listeners listened last week, go back through before we get started, go back through because at about the 15 minute mark, if you listen very closely, you will hear knocking and you will hear her dog start barking. And this had nothing to do with Rosella or I literally. She told me afterwards yeah. what had happened and who was visiting her. And we'll talk to you about that later in the program because she wants to talk about a person who actually was one of the people that was causing the knocking.
0: So. And yeah, so I was the only one home. Yeah. And, yeah, and you, were. Uh,
1: yes. And you were the only one home, right? And yes. there was nobody coming to your front door and it was like right around you. Oh. Wasn't it? It was the back of the wall or something.
0: It was four, like less than four feet away from me. The wall that resides right next to me yeah, on my, on my left.
1: Oh my. Yeah. yeah.
0: Like right above my light switch. In my <laughs> so very, th- and then if you listen more, I don't know if anybody could hear it, but literally when I said to you, do you hear that? Did you hear that? And the dog barked like once cause she ran cause usually it's the Amazon man. Mm, you know, right? It just, yeah, like it was in here, but if you listen closely, you might be able to hear footsteps, like footsteps actually walking on my wood in front of my desk. Yeah. I'm going to
1: okay. go back and listen to that That's again. That's what I heard. Yeah. I'm going to yeah. go back and listen. That's really fun. I mean, I, 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 yeah. not for you, maybe. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but, well, the problem uh, is I can't like spontaneously just see like who it is when I'm talking to someone else because Your mind is just, you have to switch tracks almost and pay attention. So yeah, it's, it's just a, the medium world of me, you know, so yeah.
1: (laughs) I think it's kind of cool. And I know, I don't know if you want to share now who it was and you can go into your story about Nancy. Yeah. Then do that. That'll be fun.
0: Okay. So my best friend in the whole world, uh, Nancy, she died. Yeah. It was in January, January 7th, I believe. Um, no sorry January 13th she died then and her daughter texted me that she died and that moment that she texted me I was shocked and I was also on the phone with my other friend like Laura actually who I've talked about before who's also one of my clients that I do readings for and stuff we just became friends but I told her I got the text and then from upstairs I hear boom 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 coming from my my bedroom that is actually up and over my head and the dog started barking and running around the house and my husband was home working from home like but on the other opposite end of the house and on the same floor that I was on and he said what is that and I said what is that too at the same time and we looked at each other (laughs) and I said hi Nance (laughs) I love you it's okay to go to heaven now oh I know that you'll miss us and I'll miss you but, and it was really hard for me after that, but a few nights later, she came to me with her whole family that's in heaven that has been up there, her husband, her son, and it was such a big moment. She screamed out my son's name, which we all call him a nickname that she and I only call him mm-hmm. since he was a baby and was born, and she screamed it out when I opened these two doors. Mm-hmm. and. My son walks through the doors and he's only eight years old and he goes, Grandma,
1: because he
0: calls her Grandma Nancy. And so, yeah, the other day I was talking to you. Now it's been a little while, you know, and we're doing the interview. And then all of a sudden I hear up (laughs) up the wall, knock, 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 like four knocks going straight up the wall over by my light switch. And I'm like, what in the world? And I couldn't figure out who it was because I was busy just t- talking to you. And we're mm-hmm. in the middle of talking is like about something. And then I feel the presence of a male who's not the same person. So when someone enters a room with me, I feel personalities. So mm-hmm. I try to figure out who that is by their personality if I have known them before. That kind of thing. Now, I knew I knew who it must be because it's my house. But... I was, couldn't figure out who it was. It was just like, this is a female and this is a male. And so you I had two, contact. right? Yeah. Two entities. And I used two entities. And they were, I mean, it's just very close quarters because my, like, my, my den is not that huge. So in, in front of my desk, I, I hear like three footsteps, like with the wood creaking. And I'm like, okay, this is a male. So who is this? But it was a very um, peaceful feeling. But yet then I heard a male chuckle, like in my, like I hear stuff in my head kind of Mm -hmm. thing, but I'll hear their voices and I just kind of, and I'm like, oh, you guys think this is so funny. (laughs) So I got off and then I I was like, hey, who is here? Who did this? And Nancy just laughed. And then I recognized it was her And, Ah. and I'm like, okay, but there was a male with you and it was Raphael. So this is Archangel Raphael. I work with him all the time and he's always telling me kind of what to do to help me out, that kind of thing. Like, um, and he works with me through basically my healings that I do, Mm -hmm. um, and things like that, but he's always there for me and he's so nice. I mean, one night I was literally sleeping at a friend's house and I was at a reading party the next day and he goes, go to the bathroom. And I'm like, what? Can I just wait? No, go to the bathroom. I'm like, okay. That's <laughs> what so I did. And I come back. I'm like, you no, know, I got in bed and I said, you know, you don't have to be so bossy. <laughs> I just lie down. I went back to sleep and I'm like, okay. But you know, one thing I've learned, I listened to what they say. Um, and, and it's always him being bossy. Now my uncle will always be there. Raphael will always be there and Nancy. They, seem to be the spirits in my house. Actually, if you want me to, I can go into what we were talking about the other night with the dark the darkness if you want. Yes,
1: to. I would love it. Yeah, that w- now we're going into another story uh, cuz you were just telling me about it when we got on that it was a new experience, yeah. a new one. God, girl, yeah, I don't is- know how you do this, but anyway, I would like you to talk to us about that cuz I think some of these experiences are they help me, I don't know about and I think they help other people. So, Let's hear well, that experience. And it's a good
0: morning. Yeah. So my friend Laura had talked to me about you got to watch the show. And we'll just, you know, as girlfriends, you're exchanging shows of what to watch that is kind of gonna better you, or is just like, you know, you kind of can't look away, you can't believe how crazy it is, right? Mm-hmm. So we'll watch like some documentaries and stuff, and share, you know, information to each other and books, stuff like that. Well, she was like, "You've got to watch the show." I think it's like a ghost ruined my life or something. Mm, and yeah. I will watch like shows why I'm like on my uh, cardio equipment stuff. Like I have like a bike and a treadmill and stuff like that. So I kind of keep focused when I'm watching TV or else because I'm like the person who wants to be outside. So I have to focus on something and I'm watching it. Oh, um, it scared the hell out of me. And I'm like, why the heck did she recommend this? (laughs) It was so terrifying where I'm like the heavenly person. So, and I'm always the positive journey person. Mm -hmm. And I just was like, there's gotta be something that she told me to watch this for, you know? So I'm like, I gotta wait it out till the end. That was a mistake. (laughs) And that (laughs) was a mistake. (laughs) (laughs) I should not have done that. (laughs)
1: <laughs> I've done that. I have done that very thing going. I really need to get off this. <laughs> okay. You know, go ahead though.
0: <laughs> why can't I just like turn this off? Uh-huh. So I'm all watching it. Like there's gotta be something positive and I just haven't found it yet. Like just determined to make it through mistake. Yes. So basically afterwards <laughs> I'm like, I'm just kind of, I think because I'm a medium because I'm sensitive, but I've also talked to someone else who had this kind of same experience. When you watch dark TV, when you read dark things, I can't do horror. I don't agree with it, but I can't do with it. Like I do it, I cannot watch it. I can't listen to like the stories and things like that. Like if it's a fast article, I can do like a quick scan as an author and know the gist and kind of get out and it doesn't affect me. This really got me. It was a darkness that was definitely invited in. Now, every, every house has a, a portal. I don't care what anybody says. We all have them where spirits of your loved ones and angels are coming and they're going. I have two that I have identified and of course they're both in my, my bedroom. Um, but I think this is because this is where they, they're watching me and guiding me and helping me because I just spent a lot of time like reading and working out and, um, you know, there with the kids and getting them ready and stuff like that, folding laundry, things like that. So that's probably why they, that area has been designated that. But I was watching TV up near that. So I think that I invited some badness, like bad darkness in because of my fear from the show. Mm-hmm. And I had done a reading for somebody who had an experience and she was saying, she was really afraid of her house. Could I come and, and like, you know, designate who it was? And then I went and often because of TV, putting these things in her mind that everything's supposed to be scary and dark and thrilling and all these awful graphics that make you scared out of your wits. She was afraid of her house. But the thing is, the person who came, came because she was sensitive, she was loving and she was kind. And she had a house actually full of spirits and she knew that her mother was there. But she kind of couldn't identify who this male was. And as soon as I said, this guy came to you because you're nice and you're happy and you're loving and you're motherly. And he just wants to watch over it and he protects your family. It's actually nothing bad. We just think that it's bad because of TV. And she goes, well, I when I was watching all these ghost shows, I felt darkness in my house and I felt it consume my house. Does that make sense? I said, yes, it sure does that's what happened to me yesterday and I thought of that moment and I'm like why did I watch this Mm -hmm. so well one o'clock in the morning um my uncle literally who's my spirit guide he who's like pretty much a spirit guide basically I'll explain this to people is I like because because God creates angels so you can't say that humans who have lived are angels Right. It really drives me crazy when people do that because God says like, you know, absolutely like no to that because he, like God has created angels to be angels and people who have lived and died can protect and guide us, but they're called spirit guides. So he's my spirit guide and mm-hmm. kind of my protector. He, you know, he's like a father really to me. So he never would let anything bad happen to me. Well, I have this Fitbit that I normally don't lie by my side on my nightstand because literally they will light it up like all night (laughs) and wake me up and scare me. So, cause I'm like, who is it? You know, when you're in sleep, you can't tell who it is right away and all that wakes me up. So I left it there and it was, it was lit up and it wasn't, it wouldn't stop. And I'm like, Oh no. But because I had felt the darkness, I couldn't even tell if it was him trying to warn me or protect me or if it was something else. Mm-hmm. And I just felt so consumed with fear from, um like, my portal, which is right in front of my bed, that something might be coming through. And it was because of the show. Be- because, though, my guard was let down, I was going to let the darkness in. Mm-hmm. So Raphael came, and also with my Uncle Hal, because my Uncle Hal is the one who was telling me, hey, stop this. Stop this. You've done this to yourself. Why did you watch that crap? And I'm like, <laughs> Yeah so <laughs> um, and I just you know I said to him it was me I did this to, to myself he's like yes <laughs> like, okay all right so I've learned a lesson and every I'm really a firm believer in like we learn lessons every single day mm-hmm. and you know everything sent from above so this is something I had to go through to learn again and he was like you know when you doubt you're letting your walls down and your guard and you're letting the dark in mm-hmm. don't watch this stuff so I, I learned a big lesson.
1: Did you know what the thing was? Did you see it or did you just feel it?
0: No, I just felt it. I just okay. felt it coming from that way. And I know where the, where that their entrance and is and basically my uncle Hal was guarding it and was really uptight about it, like very on guard, mm-hmm. which I usually don't feel him being that protective. And the, the way that's funny that I recognize him being like that is because in life, there was this, I remember this time at this party where this kind of boy was, my sister's boyfriend was actually hitting on me and he tried to throw him out the window.
1: Oh dear. Oh dear!
0: He was like, nobody's messing with my baby cake, you know? (laughs) He was just that kind of, you know, type like, okay, who, you know, who is he? You know, like, it was always like, you know, the fist would come up like, who is he? I'm going to go get him. Where's the baseball bat? He was always very protective and, you know, there was no fear behind him in protecting his baby. So Aww. I recognized that he was really doing that. And I'm like, Oh no. And then when Raphael came, I'm like, what did I do? So, and then, um, I asked for Archangel Michael and I'm like, can you send your angels? And then they showed me all the angels standing in, like all around my bed mm-hmm. and guarding them completely. And I'm like, thank you. And you know what? I just like said, thank you to everybody and. You know, thank you, God. Thank you, all the angels. Thank you for all the help and Uncle Hal. And I passed out because I felt so much peace that they were right. guarding me. Aww. I just was asleep. So, which is, this has happened one time before something remotely even worse, but I just was, it's a big reminder to warn other people. Like, just don't watch that stuff. You're letting darkness into your life. You're, you're coaching it in. It's just such a bad idea. But if you're an impact sensitive presences like, you know, like me, that I'm a psychic medium. So it kind of makes it a little worse. But if you have anything like that, just, just don't.
1: (laughs) I think that (laughs) is really good advice. I really do. I think we invite without knowing we're inviting. And that's, that's the problem with us as humans. We think we know everything and we don't. If you, I I agree. If you let it down, I, I had that happen many, many years ago in my life before I even knew about all this kind of thing I had some really bad experiences and I did go to see someone and who explained to me but long story short I had allowed this thing had gotten close Mm -hmm. and luckily it didn't get in and she taught me how to battle that so when I hear Mm -hmm. you talking about it I go yeah I've been there Done that, yes. and back then i don't know you know i wasn't watching they didn't have all the ghost stories on then i was you know that was when I was really kind of young, and uh I just know that I yeah. happened to find somebody who knew what to do and and it's been gone since how oh, that kind of a thing yes but it, it's a frightening experience,
0: yeah, like well, and I knew it was sad because i wasn't trusting my own intuition mm-hmm. and what my head was telling me because of the fear from the show. Somebody had told me the other day stuff about, well, people can appear to be this and they're really demons and da-da-da stuff. I don't believe that because I only work with God. So I know that can't happen to me because I'm protected with my God. I mean, I've been told so many times, by up above. So I'm like, no, that's not possible. But I started to doubt and then they started to really get upset with me. Like, what are you doing? Knock it off. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah. I need I need to like be reminded, and it was a good thing because I was reminded. And I'm like, if this happens again, I need to be reminded because it just felt really weakened because of the show. Like I was literally weakened from watching it. Well, fear like, is a weakening fears. force. Yeah, and it, and they say when you let it kind of, I know for sure with mediums, other mediums have told me once you let a little doorway of fear open, and it just will try to consume you. It'll come an inch in and I'm like I'm not I'm not doing this no I and I kept saying like hey I have a family like this I'm not going down like no so it was it was something that needed to be definitely reminded like a reminder so I'm never doing it again it's so funny though because I called Laura the next morning I'm like hello what the (laughs) hell (laughs) I'm sorry why did you you want me to watch watch that She's sensitive to presences and too. And I reminded her, I said, you can't watch that stuff either. Like, and I told her about that woman, like it was kind of funny. I'm like, this woman needed me to tell her to not watch the show, but I needed her to kind of say that to me, to be reminded, like for me, when it happens that this is happening to me and I need to pay attention too, and not watch that stuff. I think that's a very
1: good warning. I do. So I hope people are listening and that they will
0: take that to heart and think about it.
1: Because yeah. yeah, we don't need any more fear in our lives than we've already got around us. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh my gosh,
0: we create that enough. When the world.
1: <laughs> it, it does. I wanted you to talk about the accident or what the almost accident.
0: So yeah, um, driving back from a friend's house, and it was like I did not want to leave the house because there was a huge winter storm. I was just I was afraid. Like I felt weather negative weather energy kind of coming for me for the oh. month of February and I knew that it was like something bad was going to happen and you know, they live out in the country and they're used to like just traveling in the, like horrible amounts of snow but I am not I literally had to drive three and a half hours home and I got into my car and I just was freaking out and I'm like please Everybody be with me. Like I called on Nancy. I called on the two archangels, Raphael and Michael. I called on God. I called on my uncle. And I'm like, please help me. Because I, I know something's about to happen to me. Like, just know it. And my car um, is new. So it's not the same one that I've had for over 10 years. Mm-hmm. And I'm not still exactly not used to it in the winter. Because my other car died in February in the winter. I never had to go through winter with this car. And the car, literally, the back left tire skidded out, and I started to swerve to the right. And then I felt a push from the, like, basically from the right then, because I was sliding to the right, and then I got pushed from the right. Mm-hmm. And then I got really fearful, because I started to go towards a ditch, and I did what no one should do, and I feared and the ditch, and I overcorrected. And then all of a sudden, I just felt my car get pushed to the left, and then to the right again. And then all of a sudden, I was stopped. Oh my god! I was like, "Oh my god, thank you! Oh my god, thank you! Oh my god, thank Uh you!" And I was holding like I have um uh, an Archangel Raphael necklace that I haven't like take. I know when some you know hard times are kind of happening to me, so I put it on and I wear it. And uh, otherwise, I have this butterfly that I feel that Archangel Michael always protects me, even though it's silly. I just always feel like that. So I had my Raphael on and I had just done all these healings and I had done like four healings in like, yeah, three days. I had done 13 or more reading readings. So my energy was so low anyway. Mm -hmm. Now I had to drive home after this accident, like pre kind of pre-accident and in like all the snow, I mean, it was definitely five, five inches of snow to six. And it was like no plowed roads. It was so terrible. Uh So I literally went home 10 miles an hour all the way home. So it was, it was really frightening, but I know from those pushes, I was, I was really being saved because I knew it was coming. And I just, I was so fearful to even get in the car
1: because I I knew.
0: Yeah. And it's just sad when you kind of, you know, but you know, you can't prevent and you have to go through it and. I just, I just thank them still to this day that they were there for me. I mean, it's just quite emotional. And I was, I mean, I was like probably upset for like three, four days, just shaking mm-hmm. because of that moment. Mm-hmm. But I know that they were there for me and I've called upon them and asked them and they're like, yes, we were there. We all were there. We all were helping you. And Nancy was like, you know, just new to, being in this state and form. And she's like, well, they did really all the work. I just worried and freaked out and, felt and asked God for help. You know, and like, it's okay. So it's not the couch and you're with me, you know? But she's here like every day with me, always doing something funny. I mean, she'll move the kids' toys. I have this ball and I put it down on the table and my son, I couldn't get him to do work. He's autistic and it's really hard for him to get his homework done. And he was doing his homework, and I just put this ball down because he was playing with it. I mean, I wasn't thinking about the ball. All of a sudden, the ball started rolling around. It's like a big ball, like as big as probably your cup or your hand, like medium Uh Uh size, And starts rolling around towards the edge of the table, stops, backs up, and then rolls around again. (laughs) And I just laughed, and I said, Grandma wants you to do your homework. (laughs) (laughs) And you know what? He goes, okay, Grandma. And then he picked up his pencil and he did it. I'm like, yeah. man, that worked. he has been the best thing to have around. <laughs> that is and they terrible. all know each other because Tim's grandmother will visit. Her name is Virginia. And now they're friends. I mean, anybody who comes into the house, Nancy makes friends with, because she always was a social butterfly.
1: Uh-huh. And,
0: you know, she'll be like, I'll be, I'll turn to her now. Like, did you know about this, Nancy? And she's like, oh, yeah, I'm always here. So <laughs> she'll talk to people before I'll talk to people. So it's kind of funny. I'm like, you're always in the know before me, but yet you're in my house. I I just think it's so hysterical, but Aww. she'll bounce up in between heaven and coming here and just always checking and interacting with us. And she just, she just loved my kids so much. She never missed a birthday. She never missed Christmas. Like, I mean, any moment, if I called her and I was crying, she'd be over at my house, Oh, you know, dropping dinner, like, you know what time I'm like, what the heck is this on my counter? And she's like, oh, that was my baked potato. I forgot about that. I was eating. <laughs> <laughs> and it's funny. So it, it's been, it, you know, she was always really there. And now they know each other this form. The first reading I ever had, my medium friend, Rick, he gave to me. And he said, there's a, there's a man that's kind of almost your, you know, not older, not much older than you. And he keeps showing me all your books and how proud he is. And he always was when I was a kid. I used to write him letters, even up to college, we would exchange letters to each other and I would send him all the books that got published and show him pictures on my tours and everything. And he was so proud of me. He was very, very special. Like mm-hmm. um, he wanted to be like my grandfather who played for, he would play for the Phillies
1: Oh, wow!
0: he wanted to be like him. It's just like, I think that we, and we were the only blondes in the whole family <laughs> out of Irish people. So it's kind of funny But we just have so much in common. I think that's why. And I just, he's my big teddy bear. He always had these huge arms. And sometimes I feel him still wrapping him around me. And even like, because I had a cold, getting over a cold since Monday, I was sleeping on like, yeah, Monday afternoon, somebody crawled into bed and just lied up next to me because I think they knew I needed it. And I couldn't figure out if it was him or my past cat, or it was like, you know, (laughs) Nancy I'm like well whoever it is thank you you know like (laughs) you're there for me that's so funny full of spirits and it's just so funny because when I bought it I never I came in and I'm like is it clear okay it's clear all right I'm gonna buy it and then the woman's like don't you want to see it and I'm like eh, it's okay
1: (laughs) (laughs) I'm just taking the house I don't care
0: I remember you talking about that because your
1: experience growing up was living with a ghost Right. Yes.
0: Uh-huh. Well, I've had two of them in my house, so we moved from the other house because we had a negative situation, like a haunted situation at that house, mm-hmm. and that's why I kind of really identified with that woman who was saying that she was fearful of her entity because it, she knew it definitely was some a, a male, and she knew it could not be a family member, okay. and I always knew that about the second house. It was actually I lived in 2095, which my book is about, and grew up there, and that experience was very traumatic, but ended up being for all the right reasons that, like, God sent me this person to help heal me and this person, even though they were gone, Mm -hmm. and so she could go to heaven, and she did after that book was uh, written, and that is The Haunting in 2095. Which is, I think
1: it would be a great book. People like nonfiction, so it's creative nonfiction, but I, I just really think it's a wonderful story that because I've heard your story on it and we're not going to give it away here yeah
0: well and I didn't tell you too her husband recently just died oh interesting I found out because they popped into my house and they wouldn't even speak to each other they were on the opposite side of the room and he was angry with me for writing her story Uh, and I said I'm sorry but this is why I did and I apologize but I'm still like I'm not taking it back I did do the right thing and you also did these things. And he recognized that, but he would not be really okay with, he was not okay with it. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of funny because in death where they they could be reunited, she will not even talk with him because um, that's why she killed herself was because of him.
1: Right. So really, right. Sad. It is sad. We're getting running out of time and I don't, so we got to go on oh, a okay. little bit here. You were going to either talk about Laura. Oh, Yes. So and this have goes with your readings and you do Reiki, Reiki,
0: uh, Reiki. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. I do energy healings through Reiki, which I work with Archangel Raphael through. So basically I pull aches, pains, like just kind of bad energy out of people. Like Raphael helps me pull it out through my Reiki. And then he tells me when to kind of cast it out and get rid of it. And I did that on my client, who's my good friend, Laura. And ever since then, her back has not been hurting her, and she had horrible sinus issues and headaches, and they're all gone.
1: Oh, that's great. So
0: great. it's really awesome. But she, my readings, I'll just kind of explain to people too, uh, if they're interested in either or, my readings are all positive. Like some people will be like, oh, don't tell me I'm going to die. So that's tarot, which I don't like. But I try to stay away from anything in my life that's remotely negative. I work through angels and your deceased loved ones, basically, like all my stuff comes from heaven. So I have angel cards. So I, I'll shuffle them a lot and then I'll pull them. And I'm a firm believer and really have been educated like an experience knowing that the angels, your deceased loved ones, they pull those cards for you. You have four cards. You have the past. You have the present. You have the future. And you have an overall goal card to work towards. And say you wanted to like, you always wanted to lose weight. Basically, just a simple thing or like stop smoking. You know, just do something healthy for yourself to better your life, because all my stuff is about bettering your life and your journey right now because mm-hmm. you only get one, you know, and, right. <laughs> and yeah, like just making your life the best that it could be. And those people who who love you just because they don't have a voice to talk with you anymore, like you're used to in a physical body, they're talking to you through these cards and me and they're trying to help you. Because say you want to lose that weight, but you're just like been putting it off forever. All the cards will do is reveal that you have not been being good to yourself and you need to do this because this is going to make you happy, but they're there for you. So when you need them, talk to them. They're there and they're guiding you. They're helping you. They're hugging you. They're holding you. And it's all positive. So Mm -hmm. people will come to me too. Yeah. Like, how did somebody die? How did this, how did that? But it's like, I can do that, but I also, I'll give them closure in that. And I can do that, but I really like to do the life journeys. I want you to come to me to change because they want you to better yourself because that makes you and them happy. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, if you do have an ailment, I will find it on you. I kind of call it like a body scan in a way. Raphael will be like, here it is. And, you know, if I can help, I can help. And I'm always honest, you know, sometimes you can, sometimes you can't.
1: Right. I've been lucky.
0: I've had more than I can. I've been doing. My daughter hurt her knee, and I've been doing her knee, and this is the last time I've done her knee. It hasn't come back. So you're and
1: using a type of energy healing.
0: Yes, it's an yeah. energy healing, but I call on the angels to do it.
1: Right. I um, understand. Yeah. That and God. You told me you also God and the angels. You asked God for yeah. help too, and I think that's yeah. very wise <laughs> I'm gonna well, ask for only help they
0: can do it because they're the true healers so mm-hmm. I always say they work through me because I'm the physical body here
1: uh-huh. but
0: that's why and they've told me that I'm meant to do this you know I kind of call myself the Joan of Arc that is able to be listened to in modern day now <laughs> but it's like they're calling upon me to do it and I'm like are you sure And they're like yes we stop and I'm like okay all right all right are you sure oh, yeah <laughs> <laughs> it always works. I mean, I've been doing it on myself since I was nine years old. And Mm -hmm. I never really knew about it until somebody was like, well, you're describing Reiki. And I'm like, no, 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 no. I asked God for angels and angels for help. And they take the pain. And they're like, well, you can, yeah, okay. But it really is a form of Reiki. So you should read about it. And I've been reading about it. And I'm like, huh, I've been doing this all my life.
1: Oh, that's interesting.
0: Headaches, migraines, aches, pains, like back, neck ache, indigestion issues and stuff like that. Like I've been able to help people. So you that know, is good. God.
1: <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. God is good all the time, by the way. some He doesn't, we don't know his pl- major plan. You know, I know I have been healed of certain things. And so literally it wasn't through Reiki, but it's same idea. God healed it. And I find it absolutely sometimes he doesn't take it. You know what I mean? Sometimes for some reason people aren't going to be healed. I don't understand that. I don't have to, (laughs) because it's, I'm not not meant to
0: understand. No, we aren't, but we are meant to
1: help where we can. Right. I I believe that. And I think that's what you're telling me is that that is the gift that you've been given. Yeah, help, and I mean, it's not like others. one of the
0: things that you just think that you can just get out of bed and do one day. I mean, I kind right. to really come to terms with I have this and I should really use this to better people. And I got to stop fighting the Lord because I meant to do this. And then through my mediumship, I'm supposed to be helping people, too. I mean, like Laura, she came to me because she was suicidal and she happened to come to a party from a friend of a, an acquaintance that she didn't even know. Uh And and ever since then, I've saved her life. Another woman was like driving her car, about to take pills and auto side herself. And I, I texted her and I stopped her. I mean, Uh sometimes you're just me to do God's work that you can't understand through this way. And I just have to accept it.
1: Right. I agree. Yeah. I was never going to be an author. I think you know that, but I can't remember if I've told you that I was, that was not in my agenda.
0: And, well, me too. Yeah. Yeah. Too. <laughs> and it was,
1: you know, and I, I remember writing the book going, are you sure, Lord, are you sure this is what you yeah. want me to write? And all I know is I know that I was supposed to write and write the books I've written. So when you're talking about the healing you're doing, it is a matter of what we are given to do.
0: Yeah. And can God we do it or not? Yeah. Yeah. And so. some things you're just not meant to understand in the moment. And maybe you will and maybe you won't. Right. Maybe you don't until you die, but that's okay. I mean, people have a problem with that. And I try to explain, if you're not meant to know right now, it's all right.
1: It really is.
0: Yeah. God's there for you.
1: There are several yeah. things in this life I do not understand, nor do I need to. Yeah, but it took me years to. and years to, to say, I don't have to understand. I just know God knows what's going on. Yeah. and God is, is in control of this and it all works for his good.
0: Right. So- you got to give it up to God because that's your maker. Exactly. No. And yeah.
1: at, on that note, we're going to close this wonderful podcast we've had. So, Rosella, tell us again where we can find you.
0: Okay. So, I have a haunted blog. It's called well, My Haunted Travel Blog. And that is at myhauntedtravelblog.blogspot.com, where I write stories about my experiences around the world and now recently in my house. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like, paranormal experiences in general I have, that kind of thing. Well, and there's so many, I can't get them all out, but I, gosh, God willing, I'm trying. But then if you want to find me in any shape or form, I'm at, so at Rosella C. Rao, that's R-O-W-E on Facebook. And then I'm also, um, basically, I do my readings through at Readings by Rosella, so you can look uh, me up on Facebook that way. And then my book is The Haunting at 2095, and that is available on Amazon books a million barnes and noble and walmart now so i'm excited uh yeah there's there's just a bunch and if i have anything new i try to post things i get behind in things because i do reading parties i do like yeah like the reiki sessions and i have two children so life is just what it is and not to mention
1: the husband girl don't forget that one
0: (laughs) my husband traveling a lot and then yeah my my writing Yeah. yeah yeah It's hard to keep up with Rosella, but you know. they should put a show keeping up with Rosella Sierra because I'm a nut.
1: Yeah, but you're a cute nut. Well,
0: thank you. I'll take that and run with it.
1: I really want to thank you for being here today again. It is always a delight. And we will thank talk you, soon. Thanks. If you enjoyed this podcast, I encourage you to share it with others you think would also be interested. If you'd like to know more about me. Go to maryannpoll.com and or authormasterminds.com forward slash mary-ann-poll. Until next time, may the wind always be at your back, the sun on your face, and the good Lord walk beside you.